What's going on, everyone? This is Angelo Shiro. It's Saturday, I think, January 2nd. I've been out sick, and being sick sucks. I think it's due to stress, walking my dogs out in the cold, and eating this goddamn yogurt parfait. <laughs> <coughs> Yeah, my body doesn't do good with whole milk. I saw this recipe back in around Thanksgiving made by Gordon Ramsay. It was yogurt parfait. It was a whole milk yogurt with a little bit of apple juice. You blend that and then you add oatmeal and toasted almonds and mixed berries. And so it's so delicious. I was eating it every day. And eventually I started getting sick. And, uh, you know, milk makes the body create mucus. So I've been coughing up a lot of mucus. And it's the only thing dairy I was eating. And I haven't been sick in like 10 years. I'm telling you. I always drink a gallon of water a day and always been healthy. Every time I saw someone else sick, I'm like, uh, it's your diet, man. You're eating, you're cold. And that's exactly what I did. It doesn't mix a shit. And, uh, yep, now I'm paying the price. Hopefully this gets over soon. I was thinking, oh, perhaps I might have COVID. And then I Googled it and... When there's mucus in your lungs, you don't have COVID, especially when your tonsils are swollen. This is just the common cold. Other than that, I've been just reading a lot. I'm reading this book called Atomic Habits. It was saying it's saying basically don't focus on the goals, focus on your systems in life. Like for instance, if you want to lose weight. Don't focus like, oh, I want to be 200 pounds. Focus more on the system, like getting up and working out, getting 1% better with your workouts every day, and eating right. And like, if you, you know, say an NBA team wants to win a, a championship, the system, what's the system? Waking up early, going to the gym, and then training. Uh, you know, for hours and getting better. Even if your goal wasn't to win the championship, just focusing on the system, you would eventually become the champions because of the system. You see what I'm saying here? Basically have a daily routine, like brushing your teeth. Every day you brush your teeth, right? Now if every day you, you read, every day you go to the gym, over time it just compounds. Oh my god, I can barely breathe out of my nose. This sucks. Why I haven't done a podcast in a while? It just gradually got worse and worse, these symptoms. I uh, start off like, uh, <clears throat> that's a little waspy in the throat there. And then over time, it just... It's horrible. It's sleeping 12, 14 hours every night. Not a fan of that. I only usually sleep about six, seven hours. 
I have Pomeranian pups, and they like to bark around 7.30 a.m. Every morning, they don't skip a beat. And now I've just been sleeping through that. Yeah, reading, I'm building a few websites, and for clients, and uh, that's pretty much it. I want to go back to the gym. I haven't really walked my pups since. It's cold out there. You can wear a jacket, you can wear a, a face mask. <laughs> like you're, you're freezing still. And you know who lives in my neighborhood? David Goggins. I see this guy running everywhere with his shirt off. I, you know, the first time I saw him, I thought... I, that guy's a looks just like David Goggins. What what a wannabe! <laughs> what a wannabe David Goggins running around my neighborhood. And uh, he ran past me the other day, and I noticed there was a, a tattoo on his upper back, like to his, by his neck. And I looked up David Goggins' tattoo, and there it was. It was Japanese writing with some symbol. And I saw a YouTube video of him explaining what his uh, tattoo means. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's him. And so I saw him again. And he ran by me. And I'm not the kind of guy that's going to be like, hey, David Goggins, what's going on? Like, that guy probably wouldn't stop anyways. He'd probably just run by say, stay hard. <laughs> and then keep running. <clears throat> I'd have like like say I wanted him to sign a book like the, the the latest book he wrote. I'd probably have to run with him and get an autograph. I'm just not that guy though, just to like bother celebrities. Like, oh look, there's David Goggins. I might stare at him for <laughs> for a minute and then, you know, what? Well, why is his value higher than mine? Because he was a Navy SEAL. Because he's an endurance athlete. I mean, if I was famous, I wouldn't want people to bother me. I, I know I, I know that comes with the territory, but I would think in my mind, like, you could be the same way, you know what I'm saying? Like, you could be famous as well. So if I become a Navy SEAL and an endurance athlete and write a book and just tell people to stay hard... Would I also become David Goggins? You know, run a marathon while you have uh, broken shins? Like, I could do what he does. Well, maybe not. You know, the Navy SEAL training is intense. I was reading, they only sleep for two hours a week. Fuck that. Two hours a week. There's times where I don't get sleep and I'm just a dick. And it's not two hours, it's like six hours. Two hours a week, I would, you know, they have a, the, I was reading they have a bell. I think this was from Dan Crenshaw's book. He was a Navy SEAL. I read it from some Navy SEAL where they have a bell, like during uh, the training, they have a bell right next to you at all times. So you quit, you go ring the bell, right? And they, they encourage people to ring the bell. They, they try to just whore through people. 
and they want to see which ones are the tough asses. And he was saying how, no, Goggins was saying this. Yeah, he was saying this in an interview. He was saying how uh, when you first start Navy SEAL training, the people that you think are going to make it, like the big, muscular, macho men looking guys, those are the ones that usually quit. It's the ones that you don't expect to make it end up making. Probably like the skinny guys that you think, like, oh, this guy wouldn't survive. But they're mentally tough. <clears throat> I can tell you right now, I would not make that shit. No sleeping. And then, so you sleep two hours a week. So that hour you're sleeping, I bet you're still on alert. Uh, you're probably asleep, and there's probably a drill instructor just breathing down your neck. And you're thinking, you're in your mind, you're probably just stressed. In your mind, you're thinking, I'm going to get yelled at any minute now. And then, then they just grab you and probably just throw you in cold water. Fuck that, dude. <clears throat> Screw that. Yep, his value's higher than mine. <laughs> No, I'm good. If it came to war, I mean, I always wonder how, like, this war shit works. Like, so you have a social security number and they draft you. So when they draft you, right, and you have no military experience, do they, they train you a little bit first or they just throw you right in? They have to train you. They have to put you at least, like, through a month of training, right? And then they send you off to war. I'm not going to war. I'm not fighting old men's battles. All these politicians are old men in an air-conditioned office, and they want these younger guys to go fight war for them. Fuck that. Fuck that. If you declare war, you go fight the battles. All these politicians lie. <clears throat> I had to tune them out. You know, if you lied to me a lot, I would quit talking to you. It's that simple. And so when you study politics, you realize all the, it's all bullshit. They say one thing and they do another. It's bought and paid off people with plastic smiles and they want you to go fight their wars. I'm, I'm not good with that. I'm staying the fuck home. I was talking about nuclear war the other day with somebody. Because China, everybody has nukes now, right? So, I was thinking, if a nuke hit L.A., would it reach Vegas? I think it only goes a 100-mile radius, right? And I think L.A. to Vegas is about 400 miles. If you drop nukes at the same time, though, I think the radiation... I mean, the, the bombs they dropped in Nagasaki and Hiroshima what was, what, in the 40s? I'm sure it's a lot more advanced now. Who knows? I, I hope that never happens in our lifetime. Someone was saying, Angelo, think of what life's going to be like in the year 2500. And I'm thinking, I don't think anyone's going to be around. Because humans have egos. Everybody wants to be the best of the best. And we're number one, you know. And so I think eventually we're just going to wipe ourselves out. Probably with carbon emissions or just nuclear war. Imagine the year 5,000. People probably live in underground. It'll probably be like the Matrix. 
versus machines versus men. And you have Zion. <laughs> They're looking for Neo, the one. The year 5,000. You know, we just had New Year's Eve. Three, two, one. Happy New Year. Year 5,000 is our year this year. You know, you notice people say that every year. Year 2020 is going to be our year. Three months later, <laughs> you're looking like Tom Hanks and Castaway. <laughs> you have a volleyball named Wilson. You know, during this pandemic, you have to shift, man. You have to think outside the box. And, uh, you know, you make your money a different way. People are waiting for shit to open back up. Now's the time to start reading and thinking differently and getting better with communication and sales. Find a product and service you're passionate about and then go after the 7.8 billion people on this earth. Hey, would you like to buy my service? No. And you? No. You? No. You know, like the 25th person. Yeah, well, 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 yeah, I'd love to buy it. That's all it's about. It's the law of large numbers. You got to hoard through people. Like what I've been doing, I've been writing businesses, particularly med spas, uh, about building their websites or I'll, I'll qualify them first. So there's a process or a five-step process. I'll pre-qualify. I'll look at what they have marketing wise. I'll look at their social media. I'll look at their websites and a lot of these people, a lot of these businesses are not up to par. Like they post once every three months on their social media. If you want to be in the top of the Google rankings, the, the search engines, you have to be on top of your marketing game. If you're not, if someone types in Las Vegas Med Spa, you're going to be nowhere in sight. You're going to be on the, like the 11th page and studies show that only about 40% of people click on the second page. They usually go to number one. If they don't see what they like, they, they click off, right? So you got to be on top of your shit. So basically what I've been doing is hitting up these med spas for their marketing. You know, I see like, like I'll, I'll write someone, hey, I see your social media. You haven't posted since this and that. And then I'll write them. And if they don't write back or look at you i go through facebook messenger because you could see if they look at your message and you can only write up to 10 people or else they'll mark you for spam so i do about 10 people every day and sometimes i'll go off and go through email if i don't hear from them after day three I'll, i'll write again and then i'll wait seven days after that if i don't hear from them again and then i call the business and try to set up a meeting and when they tell me to fuck off <laughs> from that, I'll usually just wait a month and I'll send them just value letters, value letters. Like, you know, I suggest you do this. I suggest you do that with your marketing, you know, uh, I'll write blog posts and, and direct them to that. You know, if they don't want to hire me, they, at least I can create value. And maybe over time, if they're like, oh, I'm sick of doing this marketing. Who was that one guy that was sending me all this shit that was really good? Oh yeah, Angelo. Okay, I'll I'll go check him out. I'll go hire him. Cuz you got to build trust too. That's why you do a pre-qualify session. And that's why there's five steps. Cuz they could just think you're just some guy from Taiwan trying to scam them for money, you know? So, 
that's what I've been learning, honestly. This whole deal uh, uh, during COVID, I've been studying sales and email marketing and, you know, building a team and outsourcing. That's what it's all about, seriously. And there's people I know that they, they, they don't even do any of this. They don't read. They don't improve themselves. They're waiting for fucking Hakkasan to open back up. Like, do t- right now is the time to improve. You got a lot of time on your hands. And I don't want to hear, oh, I have kids. Like, that's not an excuse. That's not a fucking excuse. I know people like six kids who are very successful and they still make the time. I don't know how. I'm sure there's a lot of family fighting behind the curtain, but, uh, you know, you, you gotta always constantly improve your life. I, you know, I always listen to these people like Gary Vee and, and Goggins and Brad Lee, Grant Cardone, Tony Robbins. I, I pump their information through my head often every day. It's, it's like brushing my teeth. Every day I'm always reading and listening to podcasts and audios. And, you know, I'll talk to people. I'll be like, yeah, like this guy, Gary V. And they'll be like, who's Gary V? It's just alien to me. People don't know who Gary V or, or any of these people are. But they'll know the Kardashians. Like, how do, can you not improve, want to improve your life? You know, the belief system with a lot of these people, I'd say with 99% of people, their belief system is... Oh, you got to be born under the right star or, or you got to be lucky or it's like that saying, the harder you work, the luckier you get. You got to always constantly feed your mind. I don't get how people don't fucking do this shit. It's like they say, if you know who the Kardashians are, but don't know who like, <coughs> like, I don't know, Nikola Tesla, like the new are the prom with the world. <coughs> You know, my my wife turned on the Kardashians the other day. And uh, actually, you know what? I take that back. We were looking for something on TV and I saw the Kardashians because I know my wife likes it. And I watched it for the first time. Oh, my God. It was painful. I had to get up and leave. She likes that stuff. She'll watch stuff on, like, the top purses of... What, what the fuck? Oh, who am I to speak and judge? You know, I, I love comic books. She she probably thinks the same shit with my comic books. My comic books go up in value, though. Purses don't go up in value, do they? Like, this girl's spending, like, $100,000 on purses? Like, Birkenshire or Birkin... I don't even know what the fuck the names are. Purses don't go up in value. It's like, where's that purse going to be in a couple years? At a yard sale, right? But these vintage comics I buy, they they go up in value. Like when I'm 65, I know the comic books I buy are going to be like octuple. We also got to think of inflation too. Okay, I enjoyed them. Whatever. Uh... I feel like everything I've bought in life, I've sold. And so I'm now at this point in life where besides the comic books, anything else I buy, I'm just like, I don't, I don't really buy anything else. Honestly, I buy like, I like buying food, (laughs) like grocery shopping 
is relaxing to me and I love it. Uh, like materialistic shit. Like I would never buy a, like a fucking hundred thousand dollar watch. Oh, it's a Robert Mill. Huh? Like, where's that Robert Mill going to be in a few years? You're going to, you're going to sell it for less. Well, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I enjoyed people looking at it. Uh, yeah, so now, yeah, all my 20s and early 30s, it was all about, like, consumption and buying shit. Like, I used to get these sideshow statues. They were, like, seven, $800 a piece. And I had about 20 of them. And what I ended up doing, I ended up selling all of them. And they were such a pain in the ass to sell. Oh, my goodness. They, you know, the I would ship them through eBay. And when they got there, they'd be broken. And the buyer would be like, uh, this broke. And when there was one statue I didn't insure. Oh, my God. So I basically had to give him his money back. There was such a pain. I'll never buy a statue again. Um, those statues are badass. So I remember one day after a while, I was like, why do I have these fucking things? And I'm selling all of them. It would crush my soul every time one broke in the mail. Oh, um, yeah. Comic books are a different story. They're not, you have to worry about them breaking in the mail. I've always been fascinated with comic books ever since I was like 12. I have to have these two huge boxes in my room where I collect like the first issues of Wolverine and I just like the artwork. I love art. I'm an artist. I love the artwork. It's like I'll, I'll stare at these pages. I'm like, how the fuck does someone think of this shit? I see how these comic artists create. They all start with scribble. Like they start with scribble and then they end up shaping the scribble into like a human body. And then they start doing the detail and then they do the inking on top of it. And it's just like, boom, wow, I could do it. It's time consuming. I just love abstract shit. You know, I'll see these people create art. They don't even create art. They copy. Let's pull some image from Google. Like the Joker. How many times can you draw the fucking Joker? They'll take the, these, these realistic. That's why Picasso stopped doing realism. Because if you look at Picasso, his very early works, it was all realism. <coughs> and then he he talked about, you know, in his day and age, the camera was being invented. And he's like, the camera's going to destroy all this shit. And so once the camera came out, he started doing cubism, the rose period. He started doing all this, like, crazy shit. And then at the end of his life, it was just pretty much scribble. He got bored. And so... <coughs> People who copy from Google, I don't think you're artist. You might be good with the shading and making it look realistic. That's just that's just not a true artist to me, you know. Like I'll, I'll copy this shit just to like when I when I was starting out just to improve and get better. But it comes a time where you just got to start doing your own shit. No, that'd be like a musician continuing doing other people's songs. Sha la 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 love me. I love you. Oh, baby girl. 
Baby girl. Imagine if I sang Justin Bieber songs. <laughs> it's all about the looks. I'm telling you. Like if I were to sing exact same song as Justin Bieber, but I don't have the looks, like I wouldn't be famous. <laughs> Baby girl. Alright, I'm going to get going. I just wanted to jump back on a podcast and say hello because uh, I've been out. The last podcast I did was December 14th. And that's about the time I started getting sick. So, hope everyone has a happy new year. 2021, let's make it of educational, focusing on routine, sticking to the routine, enhancing your life. All your shit habits you have now. Stop. Just focus on a different system. I saw this lady. I was at the grocery store the other day. And this this obese woman was in one of those electric chairs. And she was unloading her groceries onto the belt to check out. And I was looking at all the food. She, it wasn't even food. It was just Coke and pies and cookies. And, and I'm thinking, no wonder you're in this fucking chair. See, her daily habits, no exercise, and you're eating like shit. What do you think is going to happen over time? You're going to be an obese woman in a fucking electric chair. So, I was looking at everything she had on that belt. There was not one organic food. There was no olive oil. (laughs) There was was no salads. There was nothing. It was all just poisonous shit. And so imagine if she started changing her habits over time. She'd get out of that fucking chair and start walking. <clears throat> Just improve your life. Come on. You know, stupidity needs us quit breeding stupidity. I mean, it's time to start flooding your mind with good information. And people with fruit on their trees. A lot of people deeply believe, oh, they're all people, you know, who are scammers and they're they're deceptive and no, there's, there's actually really good, honest people out there that are successful. Find them and study them and change your core beliefs to who you are. Cause I can't tell you how many jobs I've had where my coworkers, they're just paralyzed from their belief system and it's gross. It really is like they think everyone who's successful is basically a con artist which isn't true. Yeah, there has been some out there. However, you can you can be, you can make your money without being a con nurse, okay? Anyways, enjoy the rest of your day. Happy New Year's. Love peace. <laughs> Later.